How old are you? Nine years old. Seven, eight, five, eleven, ten, seven, six, five. If you didn't come here for breakfast, would you be getting the same kind of good breakfast at home? No. 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 Wild child's in a world of trouble. Quiet child's in a world of pain. Lost child's in a world of sorrow. Searching children in a world of shame. Searching children in a world of shame. How do you feel about having breakfast here with the Black Panthers every morning? Just feel good, like come down here with my friends. I just come down here because I be eating, but I don't eat enough at home. I'm just going to say it in one word. It's beautiful. I like it. That's all I can say. It's just great. It's just great, too. The United States government has set forth basic requirements for a healthy breakfast. The Black Panther Party, operating without government funds, has established a nationwide free breakfast for children program. It far exceeds the federal nutrition guidelines. This is Jeff Kamen reporting, Revolution for Breakfast. It is 7.45 in the morning in the Watts ghetto of Los Angeles. Without prompting, these little girls have decided to sing a song during breakfast at a Black Panther community center. Everybody's going to eat. Both people sit down right at this table right here. Both people sit down right there. All right? Now, me, me, and Ann, y'all are going to go on out, sit down, because all of the other little brothers and sisters got to eat. Now, everybody's going to eat, sit down at the table, so we can get you your breakfast. All right, now, some more people come over here and sit down. Three more people come over there and sit down. They haven't eaten already. Yeah, that's right. Go on over there. That's right. Y'all gonna eat? Y'all gonna eat? Y'all coming back later? All right. Well, now we got two more spaces. Y'all done ate? Y'all ain't? Y'all go outside and play. Y'all go outside and play in the yard. All right. So you flew to be here in a couple of minutes. The concept of the breakfast program. Uh, uh, originated with Huey, he, he thought that was one of the better ways to educate people in terms of what socialism was, what it was like, and also it served one of the basic needs of the people because that's part of our 10-point program and platform. As to what we think, based on a poll taken in the black community, the people need and desire, so we decided to implement the breakfast programs. That is Joan Kelly. 20-year-old national coordinator of the Black Panther Party's free breakfast program. We serve any, somewhere between 10 and 15,000 children uh, daily on the breakfast programs. So I would say 10,000 in all the chapters and branches and also in the local and national NCCFs, the National Committee to Combat Fascism. And they're scattered all over the country. They're in New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Boston, New Haven. And then we have... Um, Interesting uh, ones, like, for example, in Austin, Texas, there's a breakfast program 
run by two individuals who happen to like the idea, and they get their own donations, and they run it. They just send us reports on how their breakfast is doing on any problems that they may or may not have. That's the only thing they have is a breakfast program. Are they Black Panthers? No, they're not. They're just people from the black community. Uh, since the program has started, it's reached a lot of people. A lot of people have hooked on to the program, and they uh, are implementing it on their own, like these two people. For example, in Los Angeles, after December 8th, uh, when the buildings and homes, the uh, offices and the community centers, all the community centers and homes and offices in the uh, Los Angeles area were attacked and raided, and the central office received the most severe damage. It was dynamited, you know, about that, firebombed and assaulted, you know, Song Mai style by the tax squad of L.A. And there happened to have been a breakfast program housed in the central headquarters because it's a large structure. And so what happened, there's a sister around the corner from the office who uh, set up a breakfast program in her own home because she said the children still had to be fed. And uh, when we first moved into that area, it was very difficult to talk to people. Nobody was uh, very receptive. They thought that uh, this is just another gang, you know, coming on the set. And they found out that, uh, you know, it was different. In fact, one woman said after the 8th that we had never uh, bothered her. And as a matter of fact, once the Black Panther Party had moved into the area, the gangs and a lot of the vandalism had, uh, you know, subsided or decreased. The breakfast program has been very effective. It's one of our most effective programs. It's an effective way of reaching the people, and it meets a basic need that uh, we know that is you know needed. And it also is very important because uh, it shows people what socialism can be like. It shows them that uh, this is the way socialism works. And it's based on your needs and not your abilities to uh, you know hoard or greedily uh, amass everything that you want or you can. And we try to teach the children through our practice and our example at the breakfast, not so much indoctrination, but uh, through our practice and example about sharing, about socialism. Of course, we tell them about Huey and Bobby and Eldridge because out of these men, out of these people, came the concepts and the programs and ideas for these programs uh, that we're implementing now. And people say that we indoctrinate the children. We don't do that. If anything, we educate them, and there's no hardcore line. Like, kids don't have to say, free Huey to get a plate, you know. We feed the kids because they're hungry and because they're there. The United States government has acknowledged reluctantly the fact that not only do millions go to bed hungry every night in this country, but also that countless children are denied even the most basic nutrition needed to help them through a day of school. A lot of poor kids spend class time with their heads on their desks, their minds turned off. Blackbirds singing in the dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life You were only waiting for this moment to arise Pigs have uh, attempted to destroy the breakfast program, attempted to vilify the breakfast program. Uh, they've uh, zeroed in on some of the children who uh, attend the program. They uh, try to poison the uh, propaganda uh, to the people by uh, telling people that we serve poisoned food and that uh, we uh, teach hate, we teach uh, communism and guerrilla warfare to the children 
and uh, they're they're using all different types of methods. They even uh, went to the point where they'll pick up children who leave the breakfast program and uh, and uh, ride them around in the car, and tell them that they're going to put them in jail if they come back. That is Chicago Black Panther Party Minister of Defense Bobby Rush. The children can see the uh, uh, the harassment. They can see the true nature of the pigs. They understand very clearly that our party is is a party that meets the basic desires and needs of the people and. Uh, they know that we feed the uh, feed them uh, a nourishing breakfast every morning. They understand that um, that uh, uh, the pigs are their enemies because uh, <clears throat> this is their historic experience with pigs. Uh, they are occupying our communities uh, like an army, and uh, they don't have the same uh, attitude, general attitudes. They don't have the same outlook on the pigs as uh, as uh, <clears throat> most. Affluent people, most people who are, who are most children who are from the middle class and upper class uh, sections of the country, they don't see the officer McGilly Cully on the on the corner uh, leading them across the street. They see the pigs are uh, uh, brutalizing and murdering their parents and their brothers and sisters. So they have a very uh, clear uh, knowledge of the pigs, and their, uh, they can see the pigs in their true in their true nature. And hear so much about hunger, and this is one thing that I can do is help out down here. So I'm proud to do so. That middle-aged woman is among several from Chicago's West Side ghetto who are assuming full responsibility for the breakfast program in their community. Recently, one location has served well over a hundred kids each morning. For the inception of the Black Panther Party, it was a known fact that there was hunger, there was malnutrition going around all over this country. But the thing was, nobody was moving on it. So instead of uh, the Black Panther Party talking about hunger, we decided to do something about it. Start setting up these breakfast programs. That's the quickest way to do something about it. <laughs> Start feeding. You see? And that's the whole idea anyway, to feed hungry kids. Jimmy Johnson, coordinator of Black Panther Breakfast Programs for Southern California. He spends his mornings driving from one breakfast location to another, checking on diet and attendance. At one stop, he talked with the leader of a local black students association. The BSA has taken over the Panther breakfast in their community. About the third day, we had like at least about 75 kids a day. Y'all have any leaflets out? Well, we're going to leaflet the community Saturday. You know, most of the members in Black Students Alliance are going to be out door to door so we can get more people down. How does the community accept the breakfast program down here? Well, most of the parents come down with the kids and eat, you know. Most of the mothers and the preachers like sell it doing their uh, sermons and stuff. And the community is taking it really good. Like the elementary school is, has a free breakfast, but theirs cost a dime, so they're going to send all their kids over here starting next week. That'll be about 200, so we'll have to have about three different breakfasts going around the city. So we need to get more food and everything, more people. The Black Panther Party's national headquarters is in Berkeley, California. In nearby Oakland, one breakfast program serves several hundred children daily. The menu is typical of Panther breakfasts across the country. Fresh oranges, hot cocoa, pancakes, scrambled eggs, and milk. Many of the kids ask for and receive second helpings. In a printed order to all local chapters, Black Panther Party National Headquarters tells local units to be aware that the kids probably won't get another healthy meal between breakfasts. Blackbirds singing in the dead of night Take these sunken eyes and learn to see All your life 
You are only waiting for this moment to be free. Blackbird, fly. Blackbird, fly. Into the line of a dark black night. In New York City, Ronald Tyson is coordinator of the breakfast program. We have three breakfast programs, and the attendance at each breakfast program is the area of 30, uh, 25, 30 kids. I say from 7,500 kids. There have been estimates that the poor black population of Manhattan is something about a million. That's 75 children out of a million blacks in Manhattan. Why do you think the figure is so low? Well, you check out all of the indoctrination and all of the brainwash and lies that the power structures run down to the people and the um, uh, misinformation, misrepresentation that people have gained about the Black Panther Party, you can understand. I mean, uh, New York 21, conspiracy to bomb department stores and railroad tracks, and uh, now the Black Panther Party has free breakfast with children programs, and through talking to people, I found out that... um, People think that we're going to kidnap their kids or poison their kids or rape their daughters and things like that. And um, and this is just a logical result from the uh, misinformation they received about the party. Where does the misinformation come from? Uh, the pig media, uh, pig agents, CIA, FBI, you name it. What is their goal, do you think, in alienating people from the breakfast program? Uh, the breakfast program is the uh, one stable program that the Black Panther Party has for the black community. And if the pigs are successful in alienating the people from the uh, breakfast program, then they'll be successful in alienating the people from the Black Panther Party. And once there's a, a gap, say, misunderstanding between the people and the people's party, then the pigs can easily slide on in and rip the party off. Then these 75 or... A hundred odd children who participate daily in the breakfast program are a vital link. Right on, because if there's a uh, functional link between the people and the People's Party, the Black Panther Party, then whenever the uh, pigs decide to slide on in and move on the party and move on the breakfast program, uh, the people will say, "Hey, uh, I don't understand all that uh, rhetoric, uh, that uh, socialism and communism those Panthers are talking about, but you keep your hands off that breakfast program because they feeding my kids in the morning." Like all breakfast coordinators, Tyson works hard to assemble the large amounts of food needed for each breakfast. After he collects the food from local merchants who donate it, Tyson participates in the preparation of the meal. Wiser heads, however, try to keep him away from the stove. You know I make good grits. Oh, you couldn't make better. No, I don't. No, I couldn't make any better. That's why I'm not making How could you stand there with your bare face hanging out and say that you make good grits? Because the kids like them. The kids didn't eat them. Huey Newton, the imprisoned Minister of Defense of the National Black Panther Party, has as much real and symbolic importance to Panthers as does Moshe Dayan to Israelis. Huey, then, would hardly appear as an accepted subject for humor especially from a 12-year-old Harlem kid participating in the breakfast program. I'm trying to get Huey Hooten out of jail. Well, I'm trying to get him out, so he's the one that started this breakfast program. The boy obviously felt that he had nothing to fear as a result of his parody of Panther rhetoric. 
Well, I thought, you know, the Black Panthers were dangerous because of the name and whatnot, but it isn't. So I found out that they're nice people. You know, when you come to the breakfast program, some people think they, they bad because that's because they have guns and whatnot. But, you know, that ain't true. They're nice. In New York City, a group of Puerto Rican activists called the Young Lords Organization asked a large church in the Spanish-speaking community to open a free breakfast for school children. The church refused. The Young Lords seized the church, occupied it, and served at least 2,000 free meals. I spoke with some of the children who benefited from the Revolutionaries' feeding program. Did you get enough to eat at home? Sometimes I can, sometimes I could. But you always get enough when you come here? Yes. Amen. How about you? How old are you with a cigarette in your mouth? Old enough to be your father. <laughs> How old are you, Tiger? Fourteen. How do you like the food here? Great. Louis Nunez, a veteran and former Vietnam battlefield medic, ran the Young Lord's Kitchen in the occupied church. We have a health uh, committee that makes sure everything is given to the kids. It's uh, standards like, you know, the right amount of starch, vitamins, nutrients, and, uh, you know, like the right amount of food they get. And, you know, not just food to fill them up, but everything involved medically and physically man, for them. You know, and cleanliness, too, because sanitation is a big thing, man. You know, like, they're not eating off a dirty plate that some roach walked over it. They're really getting the food the way they should get it. And, uh, like, no stranger is feeding them. Actually, it's their own people who's feeding them. So, you know, I'm not going to give slop to my people, you know. I'm going to make sure they get the best and fed the best way they can. Like, they're going to eat like a rich man when they come here. And as far as I'm concerned, you know, and as far as long as I'm in that kitchen, they're going to eat like the best kids eat. Like, let's say the white kids eat. They're going to get the same kind of meal as long as I'm in the kitchen. Give them a chance to feel what it's like to eat, you know, bacon and eggs and juice and cocoa and bread and jelly and all sorts of things that they don't get sometimes at home. They actually are advancing more by coming here and getting breakfast because they're being aware, like they're not seeing drug addicts on the corner, they're not seeing their parents fight, you know, they're not seeing uh, their parents drinking wine or, you know, their brother shooting though. They're actually seeing people they know from the neighborhood trying to do something for them and that will be implanted in their mind. And so when they become of age, they will follow where we left off. The kids here get more than just good food for breakfast. They also get revolution and liberation for breakfast. Tell us about pumping, you know, militant into them, man. You see? Uh, we're not pumping anything like shoot the pigs and, you know, let's burn the whites down. No, we don't preach that. You know what I mean? We're not a militant outfit. You know, we're not saying let's... Uh, Build a statue for Fidel Castro. We're actually telling the kids the real truth, man. You know, we're Latins, we're down at the bottom, and we gotta get to the top. Ten days after they seized the first Spanish Methodist church in New York, the young lords were found in contempt of a court order demanding that they abandon the building. When sheriff's men showed up, the young lords, more than a hundred of them, walked triumphantly from the barricaded house of worship into the arrest vans. The judge was impressed by what the young lords had done for the people, so he released them on their own recognizance, without bail. Tear down the walls. Listen to freedom sing it out. Tear down the walls. Can't you hear the church bells ring it out? Give every man 
a chance to take his brother's hand Tear down the walls Tear down the walls One of the most effective Black Panther Party breakfast programs in the nation is in Kansas City, Missouri, where the kids get breakfast, a well-advertised once-a-day vitamin, and liberation school. Brother Huey is going to be free because Brother Huey has the key. What is the key? The people, right on. So we're going to free Brother Huey because Brother Huey has the what? Key. And what is the key? The people, right on. So the people are going to free Brother Huey, right on. And what do we say? All power to who? The people. And free? Right on. Now we're going to talk about Chairman Bobby a little bit. How is Chairman Bobby going to be free? With the key. With the key, key, right on. And what is the key? The people. And so the people are going to do what? Free. Free Chairman Bobby, right on. Let's talk about some discipline now. Okay, does, can everybody turn the page with these revolutionaries on it? Page number five. Who can read real well? Right on. Read what it says under that. Who's my favorite? Panther 21 trials make false starts. Right on. Who knows about Panther 21 in New York? Come on in and have seats. All power to the people. What you supposed to tell your brothers and sisters when you see them? All power to the people. Right on. Come on over here and sit down and get a Panther paper. We studying today. We learning about revolutionaries. Right on, all power to the people. Come on, sit right here. Right on, what you supposed to say? All power to who? Right on. Who's the deputy chairman of the Kansas City chapter? Who's the deputy chairman of the Kansas City chapter? No, that's the chairman of the party. Who's the deputy chairman of the Kansas City chapter? Brother Pete O'Neill? Don't we know Brother Pete? Let's have Brother Pete say all power to the people to us. Brother Pete, come here. You got to say all power to the people. And we're going to free all political prisoners, aren't we? Yeah. All power to the people. Right on. Right on. <laughs> okay, we're looking at the Panther 21. And uh, this is 21 Panthers in New York that got arrested. And you know what they arrested them for? For serving the people. But they told the people that they arrested them because they wanted to blow up ecological gardens. That's where they keep a whole bunch of flowers. Now, we know that Panthers don't want to blow up no flowers. We got to do better than that, don't we? Right. Okay, I'm going to say no more brothers in jail. And what you going to say? Right on. Let's sing it loud. No more brothers in jail. Pigs are going to catch hell. Dr. Bruno Bettelheim, one of the world's most respected child psychologists, said early this year that eating experiences condition a child's entire attitude to the world. Not so much because of how nutritious the food is, but with what feelings and attitudes it is given. A nationwide examination of the Panther Breakfast program shows the kids who participate are getting their food in an environment of love, concern, and community. 
Dr. Bettelheim said basic attitudes are learned by children around eating. At the Panther breakfasts, the kids learn to enjoy each other. They feel a part of the action. Wild child's in a world of trouble now. This is Jeff Kamen speaking. Wild child's in a world of trouble now. 